Hello and welcome to Just One Thing. I'm Brad Stern, here with Lisa Stearns. We're your hosts on this weekly exploration of simple ways to enhance your relationships, improve your health, manage your stress, and just be happier. Now settle in while we discuss Just One Thing. afternoon, morning, or evening, whatever it is for you as you're listening or watching this. Welcome to another episode of Just, Just One, One Thing. Thing. And today we're going to talk about uh, a topic that we're calling, Do You Have a Minute? It falls into our category that we call When Life is Not a Beach, which is all about stress management. So without further ado, I would like to ask Lisa, what in the world am I talking about when I say, <laughs> do you have a minute? And why is that important? Um, so it was an article that I came across, and it was talking about, I think, behavior in the offices or something like that. And, and one of the things that he was telling the reader to be mindful of is that person that pops into your office, that pops into your wherever, and says, hey, do you have a minute? Mm-hmm. And that really that person never wants just a minute. No, really. <laughs> Would this apply to just the work or family? I th- it can apply any, to anything. Any relationships. Right. Gotcha. And I think that's why we decided to include it into the stress management gotcha. issue. Okay. Because really, when somebody interrupts your time in your day, I would say we, we agreed that most times it was something now that you're fitting into your day that you didn't think you had to. Okay. And so that can create stress. So if somebody says, do you have a minute? And they really want... More than a minute. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that imply? Why are why is that an issue related to stress management? Well, um, I th- the number one thing to me is that when someone intrudes on your time that way, that it can be a huge time suck if you are not mindful of first of all how much time you do you actually have time in that moment mm-hmm. to give somebody a moment. Um, do you have the, the materials, the knowledge, the whatever you need in that moment? Um, and uh, it, it may be an uncomfortable situation, for example, that you don't have the, uh, let's say, emotional mm, energy storage mm-hmm. to deal with at that time because maybe you've got to go off and do something better right now and you know this sure. person is, is confrontational. Sure, and, and I think that even relates back to one of our earlier episodes where we talked about you know, just improving your ability to listen. Yes. You really have to focus and pay attention. You have to bring your whole self to it. And it takes a lot of mental energy and maybe a shift uh, in your focus or a shift in your attention that you're just not either able to or willing to do right at that moment. Right, right. Okay. And so the reason I felt, uh, and when I brought it up to you, then we both felt it was important to talk about, but didn't really realize if we know that we could all make a whole show well, out of it. We'll see. But... <laughs> But um, in my mind, it was this idea of being taking the moment to be aware that somebody is intruding on your time and then having the time to decide, is this the best course of action in this moment sure. for you to do? So it really is, to me, it was more a reminder of mindfulness mm-hmm. and someone intruding on your time and just taking the moment instead of, I think, when... when Nine times out of ten, when somebody says, do you have a moment, our automatic response is sure. Sure. Because it's just going to take a moment. Oh, right. <laughs> and I, and I have, if I can interject a, a thought or two, I know that uh, oftentimes uh, when I think back of my, my, my career when I had, you know, 
tens if not hundreds of subordinates um, sometimes when people would would say those kinds of things it was the really the they, they had finally worked up the courage to bring up a topic or talk about something in depth rather than scheduling it and they just wanted to I finally have the courage to right. do this so I'm gonna, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna talk to you about it right and I think then you have to say well you have to weigh and think about you know right. is this person gonna suck up my time for no reason is this a person that really needs some guidance some counseling whatever and if so great but at the same time do I have the attention and energy to give them what they need right so I think it also relates back to listening to that inner voice. And this yes. is not the inner voice about, you know, what's going to make me the happiest or give me the best long-term chance of achieving my goals. Although it's somewhat related. It's like, can I really do this and do it most effectively right now? Well, and, I, and as you're talking about that, I'm, I'm even thinking about frequently, I think that happens in very close relationships sure. where something's been bothering you and it's been kind of rubbing at you the wrong mm -hmm. way. And, you know, it could be you're sitting watching football and I can, you have a minute and you're like, ooh, like, this is not really the time. And, and although that's not the topic today, when it comes to, to me, really dealing with difficult issues, whether it's giving somebody guidance, it's working through some conflict that you may have, whatever, that's when you really need to bring your best most attentive self Absolutely. to it. And the timing of that kind of a conversation is crucial. Yes. You know, you both have to be coming at it when I'm not already riled up. Right. When I'm not engaged in something else and I have to shift my intention right. back and forth. So I, I think that pausing and trying to figure out... Is That's this what best, I was just going to say. The, is this the best time is, is really crucial. Right. And, and so um, my thought is, because you keep talking about, well, maybe, it, you know, maybe you have to have that conversation because this person is... Uh, you know, they don't ever muster up the courage or you don't have a whole lot of time with them or whatever. But I think regardless of what the situation is, I think it's that pausing and checking in with yourself and allowing yourself to center and say, okay, if I do have to have a moment with this person mm -hmm. at this time, then what do I have to switch gears from mm -hmm. to be able to give them my full attention? And, and I think that ability to pause and, and seriously think rather than just saying, yeah, 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 whatever, is, is important. Because I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about, well, what if, you know, your teenage son or daughter comes to you, right. and, say, and says, do you, do you have a minute? Right. And, you know, I'm watching the finals of the NCAA basketball game, because those things are going on this weekend as we're right. recording this. You, know, you, have to, you have to have the chance to, to say to yourself, no, I'm going to watch this basketball game. Or like, yeah, yeah, whatever. No, you have to really think. Is this the only time that my son or daughter is going to right. come to me with what could be a really serious problem? Right. And I have to go back to the same inner voice that I listen to, like, is this what's best in my long-term interest, right. my long-term right. happiness right now? And I might have to say, I absolutely have to shift what I'm doing. I right. have to pull myself away from this game, and I have to devote myself to that son or daughter that just wants a minute. Right. And I have to give them as many minutes as they right. need right. to do this, because I may never get that opportunity again. Right. Um, whereas, you know, if they, they, it may be a different situation and you, you, your voice is saying, no, they just want to ask me if they can take, you know, the, car take the car again. <laughs> They've been grounded. Right. <laughs> so I, I think it is. It, it goes back to the, the inner voice and making a, a clear decision about what's going on. And I guess we'll probably revisit that again and again. That's well, yeah, because it's never, it's never easy. It's critical to your stress management right. all the time. It's, it's never easy. It's never clear. It's never, can I just have a minute? It's never just a minute. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, I think the, the most important, the just one thing to me is that pausing and allowing yourself to be present to make the decision of how am I going to interact in this moment with this person. 
and I'm, I'm thinking back on the hypothetical that I just talked about, whether I'm, I'm engaged in a basketball game that's either just starting or it's coming down to the final minute, son or daughter, wife, significant other comes and says, do you have just a minute? Um, how do you think you can best prepare yourself for making that pause and making the right decision at that moment? That's a really loaded, powerful question. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't know how to do that other than just recognize it's really important and then I have to decide. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I can only speak from my experience. Mm -hmm. And my experience is that it comes with a mindfulness practice to begin with. Mm -hmm. I have much better ability, uh, and this is only speaking for myself, but I have much better ability now when something comes up to push that pause button and reflect inside and get a better understanding of where I'm at in that moment. So I'm not just along for the ride or I'm not being pushed into some place I don't want to go, that, that I have the ability to create that space that allows me to switch gears regardless of what I have to do. Because I, and I love coming back to the son or daughter, the teenage daughter, that a lot of times at that stage, those kids don't come up to you easily or quickly or whatever. Um, and, and pausing to reflect on maybe there are questions you can ask. You know, is this, <laughs> do, sure. do you have two minutes? You know, this is the last two minutes. Instead of saying, I don't have time, or this is the basketball game, or get out of my way, or, you know, anything that might come to mind mm -hmm. out of the emotional response sure. of being interrupted or asking, can I have a moment? Uh, a lot of times there are just questions that you can ask the person could you give me two minutes? And in that case, you get to watch the last final two minutes right. of the, ba the or, basketball game. Or I'm thinking of the response of like, can you give me just a minute till I can pay attention? And they might say, fine, fine, and then off they go. And then right. maybe that's an opportunity to say, well, maybe I just better switch and, and right. talk to them right, right. now. You know, there, there should be some kind of an alarm bell that they can't give you the two minutes. But I think, you know, if you have a history of, if you can build a history of being a good listener. Right. And being attentive. Right. Uh, I think that they, you know, would respect that and say, you know, I, I really want to give you your full attention. I want to give you your minute. Right. But I want to wa finish watching this basketball game first because I'm really engrossed in it. I don't know that my mind can come fully away from it until it's done. Right. I really want to pay attention to you. That's the kind of thing I think that helps too, perhaps. Yes, yes. And, and I, I love that you are using, without being lengthy and overwordy, there's an explanation of why I'm waiting. Hmm. I, I, I need this moment to change, to switch gears. I need this moment to switch from what I'm really engrossed in right now to what you're asking me to be engrossed in. And I think that's, that's where the change in the communication and the lowering of the stress hmm. on both parties occurs is when we give someone, I'm not, I'm not blowing you off. You know, I'm right. not shutting you down. I really, really, and it's important to say, I really want to focus on what you want to talk to me about. My head's just not there right this minute. Give me a minute to get there. Yeah, and I was thinking about that too because as we sort of talked through this and you know, how do you make that decision, I think, and the thing that I would urge people to practice, the one thing they can practice is you know, anytime during your day that, that something arises that's going to cause you to change your focus of attention, you know, really take a pause to say, right. should I switch my attention? Should right. I keep my attention where it was? Which is going to 
take me in the right direction. Um, and, 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 the, and you practice that more and more and the more you practice it, the more you can pull yourself from what you're doing to decide right. what's the right thing right. to do. And then, you know, it may be difficult to re-engage, but the more you practice it, the more right. you, you can pull out, re-engage, or right. pull out and engage in a different way. Right. And, I, and I think, you know, although we didn't set out to talk about multitasking, I think this really goes to the heart of some of the stress management things that we'll talk about as time goes by, and that is, you know, you really focus on and you do one thing at a time. Right, right. Just one thing. Right, right. <laughs> Whether it's talking to somebody, watching the basketball game, taking a walk, you know, what have you. And it's learning to, to shift that. That's, right. That's so important. Yep. Yeah, and, and I think the other thing that we kind of had bantered back and forth about this, this do you have a moment, is also just uh, coming to understand your boundaries and how some people are um, always going to try to push those boundaries. They're always going to try to infringe on your time, mm-hmm. infringe on your good nature, infringe on your kindness. Um, and so also what came up for me in that topic was just being aware of your own boundaries and your own space. And that sometimes there are people that are just infringers <laughs> and and to understand that it's okay for you to tell somebody I'm sorry I don't have a minute right. right now can we set time tomorrow can we set another time um but but just to have that awareness that maybe you are an over people pleaser you know maybe sure. you do open yourself up to letting everybody have your time so that you actually don't get done what you need to get done sure um, and that, that to me was one of the, the flip sides of this whole, do you yeah. have a minute was sometimes people are just, they know who to go to, to get them to do whatever. And they will inter- interrupt them because it's just venting or talking, right. passing the time, wasting time. Right. Whatever. Right. That it is not actually a good use of your time and to be mindful of the fact that you have a choice. You can say no, but you have to pause. You have to pause because you're habitual Sure. Response maybe. Sure, I have a time. Sure, I have a moment. I can. I can. I mean, and it's again. It's never going to be a minute. <laughs> so, and it's not always going to be in that phrase. But, right. But if somebody right. comes, I guess the, just one thing then to recapture, re, rephrase everything or re, restate it is when somebody comes up to you. And this is relationships and stress management. Somebody says, "Do you have just a minute?" The key thing to work on is taking, push and pause to me. Push pause. Take a minute. And make a conscious decision of whether to keep going or shift your attention to that person. Yep. Absolutely. Totally agree. Until next time then. Thanks for joining us. This is Just One Thing. Take care.